0: Hello, and welcome to the Empty Glass Podcast.
1: This is, uh, Yorf. My what? No, this is Yorf.
0: Yorf, nice. This is, uh, this is Smeef.
1: Stefan, don't insult my culture. Anyway, welcome to today's Empty Glass Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be talking about things, usual shit, unusual shit. Yeah, seven. Sometimes. Why don't you uh? Why don't you bust open your eggs of knowledge all over us? What what's a topic you got today? You, you were all excited when you texted me earlier. You're like, yep. I got topics for days.
0: Yeah, I actually do have a lot of um, topics. So, um, first of all, Gilbert Godfrey. Oh yeah. Rest in peace, man. Welcome. Wait, what? <laughs> Did you just say fuck him? Did you just no. say fuck him? You said fuck him.
1: No, I mean not now. I don't like cold. Wow, too I don't soon. I, I don't put my dick in cold.
0: This is not how I was expecting this conversation to go, but I too don't soon.
1: <laughs> Haven't we had this conversation before where I'm like, I don't care about celebrity deaths. I mean, Gilbert Gottfried I guess sucks because he had illness to deal with compared to Betty White who was old as fuck. Right. And I appreciate the content these people have given to me, but at the end of the day, I I don't have any emotion for people I've never met. Well said. That's, I mean, that's, it sucks about Gilbert Garfield, like I said, the illness and everything, but I just, when people say rest in peace, I'm like, I, I don't feel anything. I'm not going to fake feeling anything. So that's just how I am. (laughs) Damn.
0: Well, Hey, you know, at least you're being honest, but yeah. Rest in peace, man.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's one of those situations in this, and it gets more, we've had this conversation a lot. It gets more, I guess, worrying or troublesome when it's people closer in my actual uh, vicinity and, my circles and stuff like that, where like I find being disingenuous or just using lip service of like, uh, I find it really disingenuous. I don't like doing it. So I know it's kind of an asshole thing to say. And sometimes you just got to give like a little like, Oh, that sucks. But I mean, we've talked about a lot. I'm basically a serial killer. It's fine.
0: Yeah, it's fine. I did. I just, yeah. it was surprising for me. I feel like it came out. of no I mean, that's how they all go. Right. But I mean, still, like,
1: yeah, it's how death happens. usually yep. isn't planned yep. well, for some people it is, but not everybody.
0: So uh, did you see Sonic 2? No. Yeah, I haven't, I e- I haven't either. Um, <laughs> I do want to see it. Maybe we should go together. We should make it like a, like a, like a little date
1: or something. I'd be down. Uh, I think I, I may have prior arrangements to see it with somebody. But Ooh. It-
0: no, I mean, even if it's after the fact, like you, Rose, and I, as in date <laughs> or something, you know?
1: Yeah, I'd be down, man. Uh, it like- actually looks like a lot of fun.
0: So do you not have any topics today? Because, I mean, I got a billion. I can go on for the no, whole No, I hour. got... Okay, okay, I have a, okay. I'm I'm, I, didn't, I didn't know. Sometimes I'm I'm totally... I totally don't have topics sometimes, so... Um,
1: well, I mean, I can... I don't have as many topics as you probably do. I probably just have a couple. Uh, one of which being is I beat Tiny Tina's Wonderland.
0: Oh, nice. Is that the first game that you beat out of, like, the round of all the new games you bought?
1: Hello? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. I, I had to, sorry, I was deep in thought about it, because I haven't beaten Elden Ring. Elden Ring, I took a, I'm taking a kind of long hiatus from. That's one of my topics, actually, but we'll get there. Um, Horizon, I just don't have it in me to give my full attention, as previously said. Um, but yeah, Tiny Tina has been the first game I've kind of beaten in a little while, and it was it a was generally easy game. And but it was, it was fun, it was a lot of fun. And by the time I beat it, I was at that stage where I was ready for it to be over, you know, like when you get to the last mission and sometimes they drag on. It started to a little bit, I was like, All right, let's wrap this up. And they even kind of made jokes about it in the game, uh, but it it did end up ending thankfully when I wanted it to end. And then they have a little bit of a fun, like arena, uh, kind of in game content type shit. But I'm like, oh, I wasn't down, I played like one match of it, I was like, Cool. I'm now gonna retire this game. I, I put it down, I'm like done with it. And uh I moved on to Tokyo Ghostwire. Wait, Tokyo Ghostwire? Yes. It's by the same people that made uh the Evil Within games. Oh, nice. It's a little different. Uh I actually really dig it. I was I was on the fence about it, and it got kind of like middling reviews, like seven out of ten. But I there was a sale that was going on, and so I bought it, and I've actually thoroughly been enjoying it. It it kind of reminds me of a sleeper hit type situation or just an indie kind of game. When I say that, I mean games like enslaved or sleeping dogs, you know, technically they're like triple A titles, but you know, there's, it's not, I don't know. There's something like comfy about it. When I play, I just feel comfortable and I like the environment and it's pretty interesting. I like it so far.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, I think I've seen some stuff on it, but I haven't looked that deep into it yet.
1: It's the one where you're in Japan. It's a first-person view, and you use like uh, hand spells essentially to attack like yokai and demons. Nice, that's cool.
0: That sounds interesting. Um, Is it it like a PS5 exclusive or
1: maybe it's from Bethesda? So I think I think it was one of those things that it was in pre-development before they got bought out by Microsoft. So uh, PlayStation. And uh, it has a situation that there's like these spirits all around the map, whatever. And you get these spirits by, you know, going up to them and taking them. Sometimes, really stupidly, you'll have to do like a little hand sign. Like, like you'll have to do a little gesture, like follow. You know, they make a they make a symbol in the game. You got to follow with the analog or touch stick or whatever. And one thing is, I think that's kind of dumb. Because you're already just going around to collect these things. There's no repercussions if you get it wrong. There's no... Uh, special ability you have to unlock in order to get those specific ones it's just an added thing of fluff that i think is really annoying and then also on top of that games that have a story and like side missions but then also have a collect-a-thon requirement that that collect-a-thon is how you level up unless you're cracked down where you can explicitly see what your character improves on each time you collect certain items you should not have it like that it's I, we've gotten to the point where it's just like, it's just too much fluff personally. That's my mm-hmm. opinion on it. Damn. But you know what I mean? Like crackdown, you know, they had the orbs everywhere for like,
0: yeah. For skill, jumping and stuff. Uh, like agility, yeah. right. Yeah. Driving skill, uh, strength, weapon proficiency. But,
1: but I mean with the agility, like it was like, it would be almost impossible to get certain high up level agility orbs when you first get to an area and you're like low level or low on the agility. But as you got more of it, it did yeah, become you can a lot get easier. To get those places.
0: You can literally get to higher places, right?
1: Yeah. So actively, you see it improve like vastly, and then you get to the point where it's just stupid fun. But with this game, it's like the combat can be a little repetitive, uh, so you need the orbs to kind of make life a little bit easier. So you have, and they're not like out of the way too often. They're like right in front of you. You're like, okay, cool, I'm just gonna snatch these up. But if it's that easy to snatch up, I don't know. It's it's a weird kind of balance thing. But for the most part, I think the the game is gonna be a kind of cult classic, maybe. It I don't think it's doing too well in sales, but I think they'll, they'll have a nice fan base. I'll probably be one of it. Why not?
0: And what's it called one more time? It has a weird name.
1: Tokyo Ghostwire or Ghostwire Tokyo. Tokyo.
0: Ghostwire Tokyo. Got it.
1: <laughs> Tokyo, Tokyo, <coughs> that's it.
0: Tokyo, Tokyo, Tokyo. Um Tokyo! No, that's the Rhett and link thing. Um, but hey, taking a step back. I wanted to talk about Elden Ring. I, I kind of figured you were taking a break from it because you haven't talked about it in a while. What's What's up?
1: No, I'm just... It, uh...
0: You're fucking tired of it? Yeah. <laughs> Sick of its shit?
1: It's still really good, but it's a lot. It is It is a lot, a lot. A, a term that a friend of ours coins, Jared, is uh, It's some games are too much game for him. And I feel like Elden Ring is a bit of a too much game situation. I played a lot of it. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, I see the scope of how much I have left and I'm just like, and then I see like the bosses I have to fight and like how annoyingly frustrating some of them will be. And I'm just like, I don't particularly want that. Uh, especially since a few months ago, I finally platinum bloodborne as, and that was a headache inducing thing. And this one, the thing about unring and donkey kind of put it best is that you have this amazing game where the damage output is Stupid, And it needs to be fixed because you'll, it gets to the point that you can't have whatever kind of class or build you want at the later stage because your character will do no damage or get hit once and die. And so you have to get these kind of like cheesy spam builds that are just generic. They don't let you play the way you want to play it. I'm like, I am starting to see that now. It does not take away that I, of how impressive I think the game is and how much I've enjoyed playing it, but it's certainly just kind of like a, I'm not looking forward to it at the moment. So I had to get to a point where I am looking forward to it in order to play it again.
0: Yeah. Um, that's a big reason why I never picked it up because I knew it was going to be too much game for me. Um, that too much game, sometimes a game's too much game. That's short, short and simple. Um, do you feel like, I mean, in terms, Do you feel like it's just like kind of another Dark Souls game? And that's another reason why it's kind of lost your interest? No, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's still different enough, right? I mean, just from what I can see and from what I've played, like this is the first 10 minutes, doesn't even count. Um, I can see how it's very much a Dark Souls game though. Like, I mean, no matter what, it's a From Software title. So it's going to hold that kind of, it has it has gameplay elements and, and at least like stat elements and, and other than the magic, right? And a big exploration world and some differences, it still is kind of Dark Souls, right? With a different skin.
1: Yeah, but I have no problem. with The Dark Souls formula like I'm cool playing it. I just prefer the character wasn't as spun it wasn't as a. Not spongy, spongy is when you can take a lot of hits, when it, your character isn't as uh, weak, basically.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I really, from what I heard, at least with the initial release of Elden Ring, is that it was a different kind of game, like, people were saying it's not as hard um, as other Dark Souls I games. And I Yeah, even you said that, um, but well, that doesn't seem to be the truth,
1: does it? Well, it's not as hard in the fact that you can do summons, and you can summon, like, NPCs and stuff right, like and that. Right, and also,
0: like, your steed that you can run away on, kind of, at any time
1: it's well not anytime like when you're in a dungeon you can't summon it but basically it's not as hard if you have these cheese skills,
0: cheese uh, skills.
1: well like if you magic has always been the cheese kind of thing in Dark Souls and Elden and Elden Ring and all that shit uh, but even more so in Elden Ring is it's just so OP you literally have like a Kamehameha blast they can almost one shot bosses uh, so and that's what I was saying like you have these builds that are Made to not make the game as fun, but to make you more productive in it, if that makes sense. Right. And I'm just like, I don't, I'm not feeling that right now. <laughs> like, I'm just, because uh, I've always done, like, melee builds in Dark Souls, which sometimes, a lot of Dark Souls, people will do, like, melee and, like, a little bit of magic. Because uh, magic can help out a lot, but I've always not preferred it. I never liked using a shield. That's why uh, Demon Souls is... Basically, going to be a long time before I beat that one because I just don't like parrying or shields, really, in games. Right. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I had to say about it.
0: <laughs> well, one, glad, one day, I,
1: mean, I will destroy it. But I know for right now, it's not pleasing me, so I'm not going to play it.
0: I'm glad you're, you're taking a break from it because Dark Souls games drive me fucking crazy. And I mean, that, that's just like scratching the surface. I mean, Elden Ring sounds like it's just a giant huge even more iterated version more whittled down not whittled down i guess built on version of dark soul so that's well, gonna be Stephan, a long while before i try to touch that game
1: stefan you know i'm a dirty little sadist and i love that kind of shit but oh, i'm just no. like I, I just need a i'm just gonna wait a little bit uh maybe after i play lego star wars and have a little bit of fun and goofy content then maybe i'll come back to it
0: speaking of uh, dirty little sadists Did you hear about uh, Amazon's smartphone that's coming out?
1: No, but it's generally (laughs) that surprised me. It's taken so long to come out or be announced.
0: Um, interestingly enough, it's not built by Amazon. It's actually a OnePlus design.
1: Oh, Uh, uh, I I had a OnePlus.
0: Yeah, and they're they were good phones back in the day. For the listeners or anybody who doesn't know, um, back in the day, OnePlus was a phone maker or you know manufacturer that made smartphones. For cheap prices that had flagship capability. So you could buy a, a smartphone from OnePlus for like 200, 250 bucks, 300 maybe at the like most. And you would essentially get a $600, 700 $800 flagship smartphone experience. Now they've made a deal with Amazon and it's called the OnePlus 10R. Um, it's coming out soon. It does have some interesting specs though. Some eyebrow raising specs, especially for, for moi. Uh, one of which is that it's using of course like an AMOLED display. So we're getting into like the more expensive displays. They're not putting a cheapo display on there. Um, you know, the most recent, um, fucking chip, an 8100 chip, Snapdragon 8100. Um, but the most interesting thing about it is that it has up to 12 gigs of RAM, <laughs> which is insane, um, yeah. and a 50 megapixel primary camera.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: the 50 megapixel camera is an eyebrow-raising feature for me, um, but it's also – it raises the other eyebrow, too. Um, not in a form of surprise, but in a form of – uh mistrust or like little to no hope because we've seen 50 megapixel cameras on phones before. I don't know if the listeners or if you or if anybody in this universe remembers like any of the Nokia phones that came out, the Windows phones, but they were rocking like 25 and 50 megapixel cameras, Carl Zeiss lenses and shit back in like 2013 or 14 when I was working at AT AT&T.
1: But those were the ones with the uh very protruding camera lens on the back, right? Like yes. a huge one. So
0: yes. Um so I mean the one plus the one I'm sorry, I like popped the mic really bad. The one plus ten R definitely has like the form factor going for it. Mm-hmm. But um sorry, my like headphones are glitching out. Hold on. Cause I I have like monitoring on sometimes my headphones glitch out. Like if not plugged in just the right way, um, it's like the extension cable I have. There we go. Okay. Fuck. Anyways. So they have the form factor on their side because yeah, like, um, the, the camera doesn't protrude out like it did on those, on those windows phones, the Nokia phones. But what I'm kind of concerned over is whether or not that 50 megapixel camera can be a 50 megapixel camera. That's great. But if the sensor behind that 50 megapixel camera is anything smaller than like a Micro Four Thirds, um, we are in trouble. It's just not going to actually look like 50 megapixels. It'll look really good on the phone screen until you put it on a computer and you blow it up. The second that you enhance and you're like, you know, enhance and you zoom in, like it still has phone resolution on that picture. Does that make sense? Like you can pack mm. You can pack pixels all day, but if you don't have the sensor to back that up. You are going to have shitty looking photos.
1: Yeah. There was that um, one technology. I don't know. I, I heard about this a while ago. I don't know if it's already been incorporated and I'm just an old man that's kind of recounting something I heard like a few years ago, but there was a kind of technology that they talked about um, creating imaginary fillers in between pixels on pictures. You know what I'm talking about? Like when they take a picture and then you blow it up pretty much the pixel in between each thing of resolution, there would be a smart software that would fill in those spots. So that way the picture looks more full.
0: Huh? I guess it's like an AI thing. Um, to yeah. Really it's, the
1: an, it's an AI thing. So that's, so that's pretty much like, if what you, if your worst case scenario is possible, that new technology or the t- technology they're working on, which by the way, like once again, I don't know the status of, that could be the solving issue for that. And that may be what, Amazon or OnePlus has up their sleeve. If that's a possibility. Right. And that'd be interesting. I'd be, I mean, I don't care about phones or pictures anymore. Like, honestly, I'm just like, just give me a fucking flip phone. Give me a razor. Give me you a, you know, flip.
0: interesting. Interestingly enough, um, they are still making flip phones. I mean, obviously like there's the old people out there that still use flip phones, but me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right,
1: I want to start.
0: Well, um, My point is, is that like these flip phones that they still make, Nokia makes a couple of them. They work on like 4G LTE and you can use social media on them and web browser and GPS and all the like usual functionality of a smartphone just without having a smartphone, smartphone. They're like 60, 70 bucks too. They're not too expensive.
1: That's, I think the only thing, the only thing that I have my, that I like to keep my smartphone for like having the big screen is cause I like to watch YouTube videos. That's basically it.
0: Yeah, you can definitely watch YouTube videos on those phones too, but they are small. They do look cool though. They certainly look cool. Um, I wish I could pull up a picture like on the podcast, but it doesn't matter because there's probably people listening. But yeah, you can just look them up. They they like kind of remade some of their old phones. One's a flip phone and one's just like a brick. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I've yeah. seen them before. They're and they're, they're cool. cool. They're very cool. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's a it's a it's very tempting for me. Uh the only reason why I would never do it is because I manage like a TikTok account and an Instagram account and a Facebook account and like managing those things means I'm downloading files directly to my iPhone. I'm editing on my iPhone and I'm posting on my iPhone just to save me time because I don't want to be transferring this media back and forth between my laptop and Adobe Premiere. Um, if it's just like a basic social media post for Instagram or TikTok, I don't want to fucking dick around with that. And that's the only reason why I wouldn't go to uh, a more basic phone.
1: Yeah. Um, have you heard about the Discovery Warner Media? Uh, Purge, not Purge. No. The combo, Someone bought so? Warner.
0: Uh, wow, I'm surprised that it wasn't Disney. But doesn't Disney own Discovery?
1: I don't know. Maybe.
0: I'm pretty sure. Maybe. Who owns Discovery uh, well, Channel? Is it
1: Disney? They're not they're now combined. So it's... Warner Brothers Discovery, um, and so basically, a new person is in charge, and they're pretty much saying they, <laughs> these poor fucking bastards, <laughs> they're trying to do an overhaul and do more Joker, more movies like Joker, and get a Kevin Feige like figure. Okay, and I'm just like, I'm I'm just like Warner Brothers, you guys have dropped the ball beyond belief when it comes to your extended universe. You dropped it hard. It's gone through a thirty-story building, like beneath each floor, and it's crashed into the fucking core of the earth. <laughs> it's
0: um, so the Discovery Warner Media merger um, is also uh, sponsored by AT&T. <laughs> AT and well, no, T. AT and T owns Discovery. AT
1: and T owned oh, a- both AT- companies. AT
0: and T owns Discovery, um, but AT and T
1: also owned Warner Brothers, and that's how, that's where they put them up
0: that's what I'm saying. So like at and bought Warner brothers basically.
1: Yeah. But they've owned them for a while, for a while. That's what happened to uh roost teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. because A teeth was a subsidiary of like AT&T and then which got absorbed into like Warner. That's how they got all like their Batman deals and shit. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. But that happened, that happened years ago. But, uh, so what, so, so basically the extended universe of DC They want to do that shit. I'm like, just give up. Just, you were, I actually like the idea of having different universes of things that are not connected. And they're like, we're trying to compete with Marvel. It's like, yo, Marvel's already like, they've had their thing. Like, unless they do something crazy, they're pretty much on the downslope now when it comes to their movies and their extended universe.
0: Yeah. I mean, they did the big thing with Spider-Man. I don't know how they're going to,
1: I, well, of. no, they did the big thing with Endgame. <laughs> like that was, that was the biggest of things. That was what they're building up to for 10 years. Uh And so it's, I, I'm not saying anything shitty about Spider-Man, but I'm saying Endgame was their climax to all these things and everything else is just kind of, you know, going to start settling down in my opinion. I mean, Disney's going to try, they're going to try their fucking ass off to do another Endgame level thing because right. that's just what Disney does. But uh, I think for a lot of people, they're like, cool. It's, the bar has been raised. Now, you know, someone, so now DC is trying to step up and do that shit. It's like, yeah, they need chill. They need, everyone needs to chill.
0: Everybody everyone. needs to chill. Everybody from, from, from Star Wars to Halo, Marvel and DC, everybody needs to just take one year off and see what they could come up with in that one year of just writing.
1: They had COVID, but apparently it hasn't done shit.
0: <laughs> Didn't slow anybody down. In fact it sped everybody up.
1: Yeah. Um And uh I mean have you heard about Urza Miller? His whole shit going on? Uh no. Uh Urza Miller Urza Miller, who is the Flash, uh who's been, who's coming out shortly with the flashpoint movie with Michael Keaton. Right. Uh, apparently he's a raging asshole and was arrested uh, for pretty much abusing these people that like took him into their house for like, while he was like visiting Florida. I don't know if it was Florida or somewhere else, but he's pretty much just a raging alcoholic asshole. Uh, and so he's started, he's in the process of starting to get canceled. I'm just, and <laughs> he has a fucking movie coming out and I'm just like, what brothers pick better? People to rely on. You know, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, I mean, who knows what will happen 10 years from now. Joaquin Phoenix, he's a solid guy to bet on. He's a little weird, but he's he seems like he's got his shit together.
0: Yeah, he seems like a nice fella.
1: Yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson, very down-to-earth kind of guy. Also seems yeah. like a cool dude. Yeah. Uh, but we don't know these people.
0: I mean, that's why I think about. Oh, everything. yeah, absolutely. You know, we just don't know them. We don't know what they're capable of either.
1: Yeah, especially Urza Miller. Like I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and I, he has a very punchable. Is he a face. mugshot
0: right now, or what?
1: No, no, I'm on like IGN's article about the deal for forty three billion. Damn, it's a lot of money. Uh, yeah, I, I'm looking at the mugshot. It looks funny. What? Okay, but one benefit to COVID is that it has fucking change that stupid arbitrary wait four to six to 12 months after movies come out in theaters before you can get it on dvd or blu-ray right batman's coming out on hbo max next week and that's awesome that's really awesome because it's just like you know it's in theaters now it's on hbo max for people to stream so that way they capitalize on people that didn't want to go to the theater and still want to watch it right and and then i think in may you can actually buy the movie wonderful everybody do this everybody keep doing this because I'm so sick and tired of waiting X amount of months before I can buy a movie. I really enjoyed on Blu-ray or 4k. Amen. Cause I really want to get the Batman on 4k movie. Yep. Yep. That's just a very punchable face. Stefan sent me a uh, message. Yeah. Of I, I sent Matt uh,
0: for the listeners. I sent Matt the mugshot. <laughs>
1: Incredible jawline, wow. but god. But, I mean, wow, him.
0: man, that looks pretty disheveled. <laughs> he looks pretty bad. For anybody listening, just look up the Urza Miller
1: mugshot. It's, it's not okay, it's, it's kind from of funny. like celebrity. It's, it's
0: he looks he looks happy to be there, almost genuinely.
1: He looks drunk as fuck.
0: Well, I mean, does that mean he's happy to be <laughs> there? I mean, fuck, I don't know.
1: I mean, it's for mugshot, it's not a bad mugshot. I mean, we've seen other celebrity mugshots. Oh my god, we sound like TMZ now. Yeah, we do. We've seen some pretty cringy uh, celebrity mugshots, but not quite like Urza Miller. Thank you for watching Watch Mojo. Uh, we're gonna do the top ten. I had two jokes in regards to the mugshot thing, and I did both of them. What's up? What's up with you?
0: <laughs> well, uh, speaking of HBO, did you cancel your HBO by chance?
1: Uh, no. We upgraded. I'm on a family plan uh, with my family, and I just pay my mom, and because it's just easier that way, and it's cheaper. Nice. And they upgraded to get HBO Max on there. So I just use it there. And I so I deleted my personal one. Right. Uh, but I now use one with my family.
0: Nice. Yeah, I tried logging in as you and it didn't work. <laughs> That's why I ask. But yep. I'm probably going to swap my Paramount Plus subscription for HBO Max.
1: That is a very smart thing, yeah. Because uh, H- Paramount sucks. HBO Max has some great movies. It's got Turner Classic Movies. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's just got some quality shit on there. I actually am a big fan of HBO Max. Me too. It's got night. It's got Nightmare Alley, which I recommend everyone, including you, watch. It's a good movie. Uh, it's got Nightmare Quirin, Alley. And it's got Death on the Nile, the fucking most forgot about movie in the past two months.
0: <laughs> What's it called?
1: Death on the Nile, the sequel to the Murder on the Orient Express.
0: Oh, what the fuck! I didn't even yeah. know that was a thing.
1: Are you serious?
0: I'm dead serious. I had no idea that was a thing,
1: dude. This was like announced pre-COVID. Like they had trailers for it and everything. But the, and the thing is, it one of the leads is Army Hammer, <laughs> who Armie had Hammer. all that. You know about all of his shit, right? Right,
0: with the whole Timothy Chalamet thing, or what? He did the. I- is that what the controversy was over for him? What I don't was know. I honestly, was he Trumpy. I don't know what the deal was.
1: No, apparently he ate somebody or he's alleged. He allegedly ate a person or ate like human or something. It was I like don't
0: cannibalism something.
1: Yeah. He, I don't know. He did. He's canceled pretty much and no one wants to see any movies with him. And so now the movie came out and he's, uh, yeah. And then also has, it just was com- completely swept under the rug. It came out in theaters for like a week and now it's on HBO Max to watch.
0: So crazy. It's so crazy how fast that turnaround is. Yeah, like you're saying, I really do hope everybody kind of falls into that releasing stuff sooner.
1: And then uh apparently the new Fantastic Beast is pretty awful.
0: Really? I'm... Did it already come out?
1: Yeah, it came out and uh the reviews are pretty fairly negative on it. And then I... I don't know. Like I didn't even like the last one or not that I didn't like it. It was just completely boring and forgettable. So it was probably worse than a movie. I disliked because a boring movie is boring while a movie I hate, I can at least get enjoyment out of that.
0: Yeah. I re, uh, Rose and I watched the first and second, um, fantastic beasts. And yeah, they were just kind of, the second one wasn't too bad. It was better than I like was expecting. Cause I'd only seen the very, very first one when it first came out. So It was better than I was expecting, but I don't have high hopes for the new one. But I might still go see it, just because, you know.
1: Dumbledore has finally said in script that he's gay. Well, good for him. And then they cut that part out of the Chinese release. (laughs) Oh, whoops. Yeah, apparently it's like six seconds. So I guess he's like in six seconds says, I love Grindelwald like he was my, my lover. And then they cut out that six seconds. I don't know, but... Okay. I I have no interest in seeing it. I like I said, I don't even really remember the second movie too well. I remember being like I I, I remember when I watched the second movie because all that controversy, more controversy with Johnny Depp was coming out. I remember watching him and being like, "Okay, his performance wasn't that bad." But I don't remember his performance. It was very subdued, and then everyone else was pretty forgettable. The first one was right. okay. It was just okay. Like I I enjoyed it. I think it I think Fantastic Beasts made a fantastically stupid decision to not have Colin Farrell be the bad guy for all three movies because he was so good in the first movie. And then Johnny Depp was not as good. I love Mads Mikkelsen, but like I said, the whole movie seems like like it was a bit of a loss. The third one.
0: Yeah. And uh, did it just come out or what?
1: Uh, It came out like last week or so. Really? Yeah. I have no
0: idea. Like that totally flew under the radar for me.
1: Um yeah, you can go see it all showtimes. Oh, I'm trying to get like when it actually came out. April yeah. 15th.
0: Oh, so, so it comes out tomorrow.
1: Wait, no, that's wrong. I thought it came out Oh, the reviews came out, but the movie doesn't come out till tomorrow. Got it. All right.
0: All right. Well, there you go. So, we don't really know yet, huh? That's the consensus. Cuz I mean, you can't always trust a review and Hold on. Shut up movie- for a second. Okay, I'll shut up for a second. Jesus, fuck. It's not like we're running a podcast or something. <laughs> why have so many?
1: Somebody... Uh, I swear this movie came out earlier.
0: No, I figured it came out. Maybe it came out in another country first. And that's why you're getting the reviews in. But definitely not in America.
1: I don't know. I mean, it's not just like review sites, like fuck IGN and like whatever they review, but it's it's just apparently on like the internet, like all over the place, a whole bunch of people just don't like it. It, Apparently it's only slightly better than Morbius, which, oof.
0: Ooh, yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Have you ever seen the meme of like, uh, Kakarot fighting Frieza or nah, he's fighting, um,
1: Oh Vegeta. yes, I know. He's, and he's I like, he's "Let's already. go." He's
0: like, "Let's go fight somewhere empty." And yeah, the most recent one I saw was them fighting in a Morbius screening in a movie theater. That was great.
1: Uh, yeah, Mark sent me that one. i
0: fucking uh, love
1: it. What is this? Anyway, it's yeah. I mean, if you people watching or Stefan uh, have any bit of curiosity for. Fantastic Beast, you know, go figure it out yourself. Don't let me say anything. I yeah. just, I don't care about the reviews. I care about the fact that I didn't give a shit about the last two movies and I have no interest in watching it. So that's why I'm not going to be jumping to see it.
0: I Don't blame you, man. It's okay. I, I, I don't think I'm going to be like rushing to the theater to see it either. I might go see Sonic 2 before I see that movie. Sonic Heroes. Sonic Heroes. Yeah. No, nope, that is off key. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, fucking, <laughs> hey, you know speaking of off key. Uh, what's up with fucking Windows, man? You know about Windows? You know what's up with that shit?
1: I don't know what you're referring to. No.
0: A lot of systems. But I know
1: that you can uh, follow the Empty Glass podcast uh, on Twitch if you like to listen to our thursday usual Thursday uh, things, and you can also go to the Empty Glass. Podcast.com, so that way you can follow us on all podcast sites such as Spotify, Apple iTunes, Podbeam. And uh, yeah, come join us in Switch so we can chat about shit.
0: Very good. Anyways, well done. What were you saying, Stephen? <laughs> oh, um, I was talking about, you know, about what Windows is doing to people? What's that? Um, a lot of people are trying to upgrade their systems to Windows 11 and it's just not possible.
1: Cool. So,
0: yeah, that's cool. Um, looks like anybody with a computer that's older than a couple years is going to be stuck on Windows ten. So, very odd. It kind of reminds me of the whole Apple mindset of "fuck you, upgrade."
1: Um, is it free at Windows eleven or is it like in beta right now? Like, what's oh, the deal that? Oh, it's free. It's
0: free. It's out. It's it's a, it's it's everywhere. I mean, just like how Mac updates are free, but they are kind of following in the footstep of Mac. Um, in the sense that, or Apple, in the sense that once your computer's too old, you just can't upgrade your software anymore, Um, therefore locking you in dinosaur mode forever. So as Windows continues to upgrade Windows 11, they're going to slowly not upgrade Windows 10. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, so, uh, and this is my lack of technology coming up to par how does that identify the age of your pc because unlike Macs, where they your bought as one solid system pcs are usually a frankenstein or conglomerate of, of other pieces if you are in the boat such as us so are they going right. off like the motherboard or are they you going know, off, yeah they're going what?
0: off processor motherboard everything i mean they're just full-on scanning your computer and realizing like oh yeah you got like a four-year-old computer you're not upgrading
1: Yo, I fucking hate the UI though. That is way too Mac. I'm looking at it right now, and it is absolutely just 100% a Mac. I'm telling UI. you, isn't
0: that fucking ridiculous? And it's it's totally cornering a bunch of people. It really sucks.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I'm not upgrading. I mean, there's no way
0: to unless you want to rebuild your computer from the ground up. That's literally mine, the only way you can do it because you're not mine should be upgradable. Uh, try it, man. Try it one of these nights. I guarantee you, you're not going to be able to upgrade. You've got a. I don't want to. Right. But even if you wanted to, I know you can't because you got your processor and your computer built around the same time I did. Even if it's rebuilt, it's newer shit. You still don't have, I don't know, what kind of processor are you rocking?
1: Uh, i9.
0: Oh, shit. Like a recent processor?
1: Yeah, you helped me install it.
0: (laughs) What the fuck? I do not remember
1: that. I spent extra on it because oh I wanted to god, be Oh my god, you're adult. right. You
0: did go fucking ham. So yeah, you can definitely do Windows 11. I remember that now. That's right. You completely rebuilt your computer. You got some good shit. Um, but I'm stuck. Thank you. And I don't, I don't blame you for sticking around with Windows 10 either. Because hopefully, what can happen is that Windows will re- either release a version of Windows 11 that is compatible with older software, or they'll just keep working on 10. I don't know. Or like I only hope.
1: Or they could fuck themselves.
0: Yeah, Microsoft just sucks
1: ass in general. Uh, listen, Apple, Microsoft, all companies suck. Just They all blow ass hard. Yes, yeah. they do. You know they do. Search of healing, Stefan. You know them to be true.
0: No, I, I agree. I'm just saying like, it's just sad to see Microsoft follow in those footsteps because they haven't yeah. differentiated for so long.
1: Uh you know what else sucks? What the company D's.
0: D's nuts?
1: Fuck you. Wow. Really? Uh, are, you being, are you
0: being serious or what? What? The company what? D's. I'm not gonna Is that a real company? Yes. You're fucking kidding me. No. Well, why do they suck?
1: They suck D's nuts, bro. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what, what, other, uh, what other topics do you have?
0: Okay, so um, have you heard about- are You don't you, have to
1: pretend it's not funny. It's okay.
0: It's okay. Uh, I know I don't, but I'm going to. Um, here's just kind of like, a, like a, just a general question. Like if you had an unlimited budget, what tattoo would you get if money wasn't a problem for it or time?
1: Hmm. What would you get? I don't know because I mean I've thought about getting a sleeve before, and if I get a sleeve, I'd preferably want it to be one conglomerate of a thing, and i I haven't really thought about it because i never really figured out I'd have enough money to just get a whole single design tattoo, you know uh yeah I, one thing I've thought about when I was younger that I don't really think I would get nowadays because i i don't I don't have the shit same amount of affection. I still love Batman and shit, but not, not to this point. I thought about on one arm, having like Gotham city, like from the wrist, having Gotham city kind of buildings, it goes to night, like towards the elbow. And then at, at the elbow starts transitioning to bats. So it's like all dark and the bat starts separating out. And then you see Batman on top. And then basically the same thing on the left arm, but it's like Arkham. And then it's uh, haha, it's kind of splitting up and showing the Joker on the left arm. I like
0: that that's really it sounds very like matt matt I'm very Matt kind of tattoo or theme to go with,
1: yeah, so it was just um it, I mean that's like the only thing I've really thought of like grand scale wise, but I don't know if I would get that nowadays um and I don't really know if i would want that many tattoos anymore i i, I I don't know, because I am the kind of guy that, like, I don't just want random shit on my arms. I do want it to mean something or at least be from someone that I think is cool or is a specific artist. What about you?
0: Um, Maybe you go with, like, a... Uh, yes. How did you
1: know? Very, very... You, you want your arm to look like the notebook from Superbad. Yes, that's what Hill. I was going to
0: say. Wow, we mentally connected right there. That's literally what I was about to say, like the notebook from Superbad? Like yes. Seth's notebook, his lunchbox, actually. It was all in his lunchbox. Jonah's. I said Seth because that's the name of the character. Get with it.
1: Oh, I've only seen Superbad once.
0: What? I've seen that movie I, like eight times. I fucking love that movie.
1: I figured. <laughs> and it's seen it's not just,
0: you know, well, it's not just my type of movie. It's just a generally like a good flow, a good story. I thought it was great. Actually, dad watched it with me and he was like, that's one of the best movies I've ever seen. And I'm like, what, really? And he's like, yeah, like that movie made sense. I never got lost. The jokes were funny and it was short enough, but long enough to keep it interesting. I was like, yeah, it's kind of, kind of true. It is kind of the best Seth Rogen movie ever.
1: Nah, I prefer this is 40. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, but I do prefer Knocked Up over, uh, I do prefer Knocked Up over Superbad.
0: Knocked Up is great too. It's an underrated one out of all of them. I feel like people I just, forget about it.
1: I find Jonah Hill annoying. In fact, his performance in Superbad kind of ruined a lot of his performances for me later on. It, it made Jonah Hill a hard sell for me. Typecasting, yeah. Well, it's just like he played an annoying guy so well. It, that's unfortunate. And then he kind of did that role of, in a few other movies as well. Um, but I think where I started to like him a little bit was when uh, Jump Street came out. I, liked, I love 21 Jump Street. That was a funny-ass yeah. movie. It was great. Uh, second one was forgettable, and they shouldn't have done it. But the first one was very good. And, uh, I mean, my name, Jeff.
0: That was from the second one,
1: actually. That's in the first one. No, sir. Yes, sir. It's when he they're doing the drugs. Shit. They're doing the, that drug. is the
0: beginning. Look it up right now. Bullshit. No, that's listen. the beginning of two, motherfucker. I Seven. know that
1: movie. Shut the fuck up. It's when they're talking to the coach that was selling the drugs and they're nope. like, it's right before they start hallucinating nope. and shit.
0: Nope. That's when they're doing the that's when they're pretending to be part of the cartel and they're in a warehouse, and that's when the octopus jumps out of the box and goes on Jonah Hill's face. That's the second movie. My name, Jeff, is from the second movie.
1: Hold on. Yep. Time look out. It.
0: Okay. Time Shut out. The look fuck it up. Hold on.
1: Shut up. I'm looking it up right now. You're right. All right. Cool. So anyway, Superbad is very not, it's not a movie I enjoy that much.
0: Nah, I don't blame you. But did you look it up?
1: I did. I said you're right.
0: Thank you. <laughs> that was the fastest you're right to where it I literally went over my head. I literally didn't hear you say it.
1: Sorry, do you, want me to, you want me to take a couple more seconds no, to tell you how no, wrong I was and tell no, you how right you were?
0: No, I just knew already that I was right, and that was enough for me.
1: Yeah, you started yelling at me.
0: It was funny. It was, it was, it was, um, it was uh, exacerbated.
1: I'll exacerbate you if you use that nope. fucking tone to me.
0: Again. Nope. Anyways, um, fucking one Like, other- Don't get me
1: wrong. Hold on. I'm sorry. To, to just finish up the thing. I get why people like super bad. It's not like one of those, I don't get it. I do get it. I just personally, not for me, not my kind of comedy, but you know me, I'm not a, I don't like feeling fun and happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think the movie's very fun and happy, but
1: comedys comedies a hard sell for me.
0: Yeah. I know that. I know that much about you that just comedies really either have to hit super good or they don't hit you at all.
1: I like witty dialogue and I don't think high schoolers are witty. I, I okay. Actually, that's actually probably closer thing. I'm also sick of high school movies. I, I have... I have hit the firm wall of being past coming of age stories. And I, I have learned, I don't give a shit about them anymore. That's also why I don't watch you for you because I respect the hell out of it. It's got some incredible filmmaking. I cannot watch a single coming of age story or movie about teenagers, not knowing their place in the world. Cause I just could, I don't give a shit. Right. <laughs> so that's, that's the kind of combined thing for a super bad. I do like Emma uh, stone though. She's very hot.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't know Th- super bad for me, the reason why I still like it over knocked up is because knocked up Seth, R- it's a very much a Seth Rogen movie. I feel like super bad is not a Seth Rogen. I mean, he's in it. Yeah. He's the cop guy, but like, he's not the forefront. He's not the focus. And, um, I, that's what I liked about it.
1: Yeah. And my problem is that Jonah Hill's the focus.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a dick, but I mean, he's a likable dick. And I mean, I feel like he just kind of fits that, you know, we all had a friend like that at some point.
1: And I'm not a big... Uh, are you saying I'm Jonah Hill in our friendship?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Good. Uh, also, I'm not a big Michael Sarah fan. I love... I, Michael Cera was really good in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, but I think that movie is elevated beyond Michael Sarah. You know, like, Michael Sarah did a good job, but I think the movie is so good that a lot of people in this place, maybe not as good, but it still would have been just as good. Right. Am I making sense here? Am I speaking English? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Well, um, speaking of movies and stuff, I'm getting a new projector finally. You've talked about that. Well, I mean, I I dabbled in it, but it's actually happening now. I actually bought one and it's on its way. When do you get it? Today.
1: Wow. And then you're going to set it up with your two little hands.
0: My two little hands are going to put it on the ceiling where the old one was and we'll see where it goes.
1: Your two gosh dang little hands are going to, Cre- get your disgusting little crevices up in those uh, walls and screw them in. And uh, when you're going to bring your hands down, it's going to sound like, and then uh, that's, that's how your hands sound. You're discussing little tiny monster like hands. Right. Yep. Well, I you, mean, you, more, you know, more so some, uh, what? <laughs> something that people don't really know about you is you have your, your parents' hands and uh, your parents, if I remember correctly, uh, they molded them for the gremlins movie. So that, cause they're like, Oh my God, those are the hands I want these disgusting little gremlins to have. So your family put their hands in a mold and that's how
0: God, <laughs> that how'd you me. know that?
1: I, I know these things, man. I looked, I walked in, the first time i ever met your parents is okay. I'm like, those are some gremlin ass hands. And then I, I looked up IMDb in a uh, 1995 and I found out that was the truth. I was one year old. I had the internet available to me. Uh, yep. Yep.
0: Well, um, that's definitely not going to be the case, and I only got the new projector because the old one ended up with like a burn in the screen.
1: Yeah. Also, the the one you had was fairly uh, not like cheap, cheap, but it just it was lower price, right?
0: Yeah. Actually, the one I bought is actually cheaper than the one that I have right now. So it remains to be seen how much difference the quality is going to be. Um, and if it does suck, I'm going to return it. Um, and that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is.
1: Stefan, if I had all the money in the world to buy, wait, did you, you never actually answered what you would get for a tattoo because I used a stupid penis joke and then we went off tangent. That's
0: right. Well, (laughs) maybe it was the penises, dude.
1: Rose would be jealous. you ever think about that? Rose would be jealous.
0: No. You wouldn't, um, you wouldn't
1: do anything to make Rose jealous. I know that.
0: Exactly. I We don't we don't would. even kiss anymore. No, we don't, unfortunately. But um no, I would probably do like maybe a Studio Ghibli type sleeve um and maybe not even a full sleeve, but like a quarter sleeve um going on the back side of my arm and I'd get some forearm tattoos as well cuz there's a couple I want and that's probably where I'd stop. I've also if I had an unlimited budget, time wasn't an issue, location of getting the tattoo wasn't an issue. I would really like to go get a tattoo from an artist called Dylan Forte, who's on Instagram and he does just kind of like freehand type designs. Um, sometimes they're just abstract type designs and I would like to get a tattoo from him.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. I see it. I've seen those before. Those are really cool.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Almost like um, holographic. Like yeah. Hannah looking tattoo type stuff sometimes, but I would go for more of the holographic type look and maybe see if he could do me a galaxy. Um, cause I would b- want to do less like, um, uh, cultural stuff. Even though I mean like whatever. I oh, got.
1: you know who got a tattoo from him? Uh, Mortimer.
0: That's correct. Yeah. From game grumps. Susie. Yeah.
1: yeah Susie Mortimer. That's her name. Yep. I but see yeah. this, I see a picture of a girl that got a tattoo all the way to her, like her butt cheeks have a, a tattoo and stuff like that. And I'm just like. I can do that.
0: <laughs> that would fucking hurt.
1: Nah, that doesn't that, be fun. Would. Oh, like, what? No, let It would see, fucking dude.
0: hurt, dude. It would fucking hurt. Just deal with it. All tattoos hurt. That's what I tell people all the time. They're like, dude, did, don't your tattoo, hurt. did your tattoo hurt? I'm like, yeah, all tattoos hurt. No, they don't. Only,
1: only if you're a wimp.
0: Bitch, I if mean, you... I fucking slept through my shoulder piece, the Mononoke one, but I mean, it still hurt. Like, afterwards. I slept
1: through it, but it hurt.
0: Bitch, you have a fucking outline tattoo on your arm. Don't talk to me until you get a full shade. It sucks. The shading needles are different. They are certainly different. Like, no matter what people tell you.
1: You want to Fuck pay for you. my shading? You want to pay for my shaded tattoo? Sure. Bro? Yeah. Cool. Maybe what we'll do you that cool? for like birthday presents this year. I can't afford a tattoo for you.
0: Well, I mean, what if I get a simple one?
1: Uh, do you want to get matching tattoos?
0: That'd be kind of cool. I mean, like we talked about this on the last episode too.
1: We did. I was like, I swear to God, we talked about this.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. Like I said, we've been friends for my whole fucking life. Damn near 27 years. So what's the fucking difference?
1: Uh, yeah, but we, we don't really like anything though together. We, we have different opinions. Like, I don't even know why I do a podcast with you. I don't like technology. I don't like movies. I don't like video games. I don't like you. And you're disgusting little gremlin fingers. You don't. <laughs> I, I trim them and they look really nice. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. We should get a Spider-Man tattoo.
0: Hey, that would be lit. And I would totally be cool with that being on my body for the rest of my life.
1: Cause... Because it'd be like that was the moment I started liking you as a person. Because <laughs> Spider-Man 64. We bought Spider-Man, it over there. I, I the... fucking
0: dude. What if we got like a Spider-Man 64 in particular type tattoo? Like not using, um, not using the graphics of the game or any of that kind of shit, but using the the concept art because the concept art they show like in between levels is super detailed and lit.
1: Um, I would probably be down.
0: Yeah, like what if you got Venom and I got Spider Man, or you got Spider Man and I got Venom?
1: I get Venom. I figured, def- I figured, you're, I figured you're definitely you would get more. Venom. I figured you get and Venom. also. You're the more Peter Parker out of the two of us. You're the more Spider Man, I would say. Yeah,
0: you're definitely more Eddie Brock. But they end up being friends, and they work together. And venom. I is kind get of cancer. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting you to say.
1: I, uh, he, I get I get cancer. Become anti-venom.
0: <laughs> it's just making it worse. But yeah. Then I
1: become a I become an alien god, and then I die, passing my my seed onto my son.
0: There's to a see lot the venom. of there's there's a lot of people. Um, well, moving on from that, I, I let's let's put a let's put a, a footnote in there and, and say, put a pin on that. Yeah, we'll put a pin on that. But uh, um, there's a lot of people who say that, um, Bre- like I guess rumors started kind of spreading around that Breath of the Wild isn't going to run on Switch or Breath of the Wild Two isn't going to run on the Switch. I heard about that. Um, the official word is actually that um, it will run on the Switch, but then, like Nintendo literally came out with an official statement being like, no, no, it will run on the Switch. But it, obviously, it got delayed um, until next year, 2023.
1: Well, they said they, it run on the Switch. They didn't say what Switch.
0: Right. Um, no, 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 no. They did. They specified that it's going to run on the Switch that's out right now. Hmm. Okay, so, but that tells me that they're going to do the same thing they do with like with every Zelda release. They've done it with every Zelda release, and that is make it work on the Switch and what will probably be like the Switch Pro. That sounds annoying. I mean, it sounds annoying, but in reality it Sounds is. annoying. In reality it's the truth. Like that's what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, because Nintendo wants to make their money. I fucking hate Nintendo. <laughs> the corporate. I hate the corporate side of Nintendo. Yeah, me too.
0: But I, I do at least see this as, at least hope, that we're going to get a better Switch. I mean, they've got their competition in them in the form of a Steam Deck. Yeah. Which is another one of my topics, actually.
1: Look at you. You're just hopping from one topic to the next. Are You're, you like, gonna... a, you're like a gosh dang spider monkey. i want i want
0: i want a steam deck it sucks i want a steam deck
1: oh i wanted too. uh I i i haven't watched the video uh but i came across marcus Brownlee's. uh he he titled his thing like steam deck is the worst thing that i absolutely love and i'm like interesting so i i eventually do want to watch that but apparently it's just uh you know, like all those fucking handheld things at the Vita probably just has a lot of opinions surrounding a good concept. Right.
0: I uh, was, you know, scroll, scrolling through TikTok, as I usually do, and uh, somebody was posting a video on what's called a GPD Win. Have you ever heard of a GPD Win?
1: Stop speaking Spanish to me, boy.
0: Yeah, a GPD Win is a Windows uh, a 3DS. It's the 3DS XL size, but... Um, it has analog sticks and face buttons like an Xbox 360, um, L1 and L2, R1 and R2, start select. And it also has a keyboard and mouse functionality. Mm. And I was like, "This I remember these, but they came out a while ago. They came out probably like three or four years ago. And I was like, okay, well, you know, if they're like maybe a hundred bucks or something, I might consider that, because I saw this guy playing Portal 2 at like 30 frames a second on this little thing. And I'm like, you know, for emulating stuff, seems pretty cash money to me. But the problem is, they're still three, four hundred dollars for these four-year-old micro PCs that kind of suck, right? I mean, You're not going to have, like, a a, a Tegra chip in there, like what you have even in the Switch. Um, But I'm like, I can't justify that. For literally $100 more, I'll get a Steam Deck.
1: Yeah, just do it.
0: Yeah, Uh, eventually. Not now, but... um... No, do it right now. Okay, I bought one. It's on its way. It's actually here. Hold on, I'll be right back. Okay, I returned the Steam Deck because I actually got a Steam Dick, and that was a completely different thing. Hmm but uh surprisingly still Hilarious. made by valve still, still made by valve
1: <laughs> it was just it's just Gabe Newell that had, a box, Newell. His, he had a, a box in front of his pants like here you go that's not here, cool because you
0: know have you seen the video where he's literally delivering steam steam decks to people
1: he's like you ordered the steam deck edition right here here you go wow
0: that's a good Gabe Newell
1: well, yeah, because I feed uncooked chili to my favorite picture of Gabe Newell every night. God, I love that. I love that <laughs> reference. I love that reference.
0: The viewers, are, listeners will never know what that reference is. <laughs> but yeah, you got to feed uncooked chili to Gabe Newell because he's your favorite.
1: I I remember that was the first time I ever see, I ever saw Gabe Newell. It was a YouTube video where guy's like, I'm sorry, I was busy feeding uncooked chili to my favorite picture of Gabe Newell. And it was like the picture of Gabe Newell back in the day. And you even said out loud, like, it was the picture like it didn't exist i'm like that just always sticks with me so whenever i see gabe newell i think of that because that was my first exposure to him
0: yeah i mean that was a lot of people's first exposure to him possibly i know that he was doing no the mega i'm talking 64. about the video yeah i know but uh like that video was probably oh. some exposure for other people too other than like the mega 64 videos that that featured him yeah but yeah, yeah. um yes I, i'm just thinking like you know in the game of micro PCs or gaming PCs that are micro, right? Like they make, they make a couple different versions of them. There's the GPD win. There's another one that's kind of like a slide out keyboard type style. Looks almost like a sidekick, but it's really just a micro PC running Windows 10. Um, In the world of these little things, I would say for your money, you might as well just do a a Steam Deck because it's the same thing. Well, at least as far as I can tell.
1: Yes, I agree. I mean, the Steam Deck is uh, its fairly cheap for what it can do. They're not cheap. It's, lo- it's low-priced for what it can do. It's well-priced.
0: It's reasonably priced. I, th- I was expecting it to be at least a grand, like for the base model. And the fact that it's literally $100 more than a Switch blows my mind.
1: Yeah, so definitely it's, you know, if you have the money for it, it should be a... I, I want to get one eventually. I just, I'm in no rush.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: Okay, so David Cronenberg. Who? D- David Cronenberg.
0: No, you know him? no, I don't know him. Is he your friend?
1: No, he's a no, he's a director who's done a lot of uh, crazy stuff. He did the fly remake with Jeff Goldblum. No shit. So anyway, he's kind of known as like the gross.
0: Is, is, did he do did he do the director. thing?
1: No, that's John Carpenter. Okay, cool. Which I just bought In the Mouth of Madness, directed by John Carpenter, and has Sam Neill as a star, and i very excited Neill. to watch that. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, so David Cronenberg, <laughs> a very popular thing is uh, Cronenberg-esque style. Like, it's a very specific style because he has some fucked up imagery. I mean, you've seen it in the fly. Uh, he also did the movie Scanners, uh, which is another crazy shit. Videodrome, which, have you seen Videodrome? Or have you heard of it? No. Oh, my God. Videodrome. I think it's James Woods who's in it. Fucking bad shit, dude. Like, 100%. Uh, I, I almost recommend watching this movie as a study. It's good. It's a good movie. But, like, just the weird visuals and things it kind of goes into, it's very interesting. Anyway, so, David Cronenberg has kind of been off the scene for a while. But he's doing a new movie coming out called a uh, uh, B- Crimes of the Future. It's basically in the future where people can like morph their bodies into like really weird things. Like the trailer has this dude with like a sewn mouth, sewn eyes, and ears on his like forehead and shit. And just some really crazy fucked up imagery. And I'm very excited to see it because these movies are fucking sick.
0: Is it coming it, out soon?
1: Yeah, it, it's coming out eventually. But uh, Kristen Stewart's in it, Viga Mortensen is in it. Uh, Scott Speedman, Leah, whatever. Yeah, so it's just like I, he hasn't done a movie in a while. I just wanted to say I'm excited for it to come out. It's going to be kind of horror thing because it's a situation where I, I haven't watched. A tra- I've watched. I've seen snippets of like the image and stuff like that, but I haven't fully watched the trailer, but it's labeled as horror. And I'm just like, it's probably horror because it's more of a thriller. But the imagery he uses is very horrific. And I'm like, I'm all down for that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, uh, coming to theater soon um, uh, on the Oh, fuck. I'm busy
0: that day, man.
1: Uh you're busy and uh did shoot a boo.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Aren't we well, Maybe all?
1: I'll...
0: It's a national holiday, bro.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's a national dumb cunt convention. I'm sorry. That's right.
0: <laughs> um, last little topic that I have, um, kind of getting here near the end of the episode. Um, is uh galaxy fold 3 you know how we were talking about that phone Ugh. we were talking about that phone on the last podcast um yes interesting development i found out recently that they've dropped the price of that phone to 400 dollars. and i was like okay yeah that's pretty warranted you know because it doesn't have like a flagship camera it actually does it has a pretty bad camera on it um and, you know, it's, it's, it's a more gimmicky phone, so I could appreciate the fact that it's a cheaper phone now to buy it outright for 400 bucks. However, I was reading reviews just for the fuck of it, and if you look at the reviews on Samsung's website, bro, one star, two stars, maybe three stars, at the best. And all these people who have had this phone now for almost a year, because that phone came out last July, um, have experienced... Where the phone folds in half, it is making a crack where the phone folds in half, like a feelable, noticeable crack in the glass. And uh, apparently getting it RMA'd or return to manufacturer or replacement, whatever has been such a big pain in the ass for like literally everybody. I I read this one review where a guy was told on the phone to bring it to his local Samsung person and like they were told to like call them again and then it was just back and forth bullshit until finally they got it figured out and like barely got away with returning this phone because they bought it and they're like, oh, well, you're out of date, you know? And he's like, no, it's literally a fucking one-year warranty and they're like, well, the screen's broken, so that's your fault, even though it's literally a design flaw. And it doesn't seem like Samsung's like replying to any of those messages anymore. And they are on the daily that people are having this issue. So I'm like, Whew, I fucking dodged a bullet. Um, so, but I actually didn't wow.
1: say anything. Yeah. I didn't say anything last time. It was kind of something in my head. And I think we moved topics. and I didn't, I just missed it, but I was for me, the foldable phones that that's kind of like an obvious thing, isn't it? Like that the, a bendable led screen is going to wear out or it's going to get damaged especially when it's so new. Cause I don't know, like that's just in my head. That makes sense. And that's why I've, I haven't had any interest in it. Cause it's like a, okay, this would be cool for like a few months, but then eventually like it's going to wear out. The screen is, that's what happens. You've been shit over and over again, but you, now you have technology in the middle of it. So that, yeah. that makes a lot of sense, honestly.
0: But fucking bad on, bad on shame on Samsung for not knowing this and not doing something about it. I probably knew. I know, but it's just like so shitty that they're literally like, Oh, the screen's broken? That's your fault, buddy.
1: Hey, this is what she I mean, because that's what that's what the whole foldable thing was. It was like uh it was that new gimmick that they were trying to like get popular, like, well, you bought the first version of a shitty idea. Not a shitty idea. You bought the first version of an interesting uh, idea, se- but, se- but it se- turns out version. to be shitty. Second version. Well, you know what I mean. It's still like basically a prototype when it comes to mass marketing and shit.
0: Yeah, they need to figure some shit out, but you know, hopefully they will. Who knows?
1: Yo, another movie I really want to watch is The Northman. Never heard of 100%. it. 100%. Man, Stefan, just stop. What are you doing on TikTok? Take five minutes away from TikTok to find out about new movies.
0: I'm only but, on TikTok uh, to work. It's just only every once in a while I'll look on the yeah,
1: feed. What what what, 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 whatever. But, uh, so, do you know who Robert Eggers is? He did The uh, Witch in the Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. I think I gushed about him in a previous podcast, haven't I?
0: Maybe. I don't know. I'm pretty
1: sure I did. Basically, quick summary fucking incredibly talented, incredible yeah. writer, incredible director. Uh, all of his movies are very authentic for the time, super impressive. Anyway, so The Northman is coming out, which is uh, Alexander Skarsgård as lead, and it's like a Viking movie, and it got like 8 out of 10 reviews from IGN, but I completely suspect that because his movies are very, uh, how do I say this? They're popular, but they're still kind of niche. It's, it's almost like a, mm, no, I don't want to compare it to anyone. It's just, it, he is getting good views for his movies, and there's there's always something a little bit more to that. That's that, that your standard popcorn watching audience wouldn't be interested in. But in other news, and I I think I heard about this, but I just recently looked up and confirmed it. Robert Eggers has also been working on making a remake of Nosferatu. And I would be so fucking down to watch that. That sounds like it would be fucking incredible. And I want this to happen. So starting today, the NC glass is now setting up a charity for Robert Eggers uh, to make his Nosferatu movie where he wants Willem Dafoe to play Nosferatu. Uh, So if you join our Patreon and donate $1,000, you will get a pound the back from Stefan. Not for me. Cause I don't like touching people, but Stefan will, you know, buy a plane ticket and come pat you on the back.
0: Um, I don't like touching people either. So, um, I will, well, you uh, like Robert
1: Eggers. You love Robert Eggers. So you're going to do it because you're a corporate shill for the empty glass podcast co.
0: Okay. Well, I guess my fate is sealed and so is this episode. So we'd like to thank you guys for listening to the Empty Glass Podcast. Make sure to visit www.theEmptyGlassPodcast. dot
1: Wait, what? You have no fucking input on any of the shit I just said, fucker. We're at time. I don't give a shit. Does that not sound interesting? A Nosferatu remake?
0: I would like it, um, but like you know, there's sometimes, sometimes there's a movie that's just a good movie as it stands. You know, I. Enough remakes. Well, We've been over this before, right? Nosferatu
1: um, is a fucking silent film. They had one remake in the 70s, whatever. But it, I, it's an interesting topic I would like to see done again. And if you watch The Witch and saw the the slowness and the style he puts into his movies, a lot of it is just like a slow burn, but it's really well done. I think if you saw it, you'd be like, this guy can do it. He would be a good blend from the silent film to modern film. That kind of, he, he's popular. He's like, he and uh, the guy who did Hereditary pretty much brought elevated horror into popularity.
0: Well, I would appreciate it, but they would have to do it right. I was talking with Rose. We were watching, um, I know it's unrelated, but we were watching, it's somewhat related. We were watching uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And she's like, I just love this movie. I'm like, how would you feel about a remake? And she was like, I'd be excited for it initially, but then also, then just like, why? Exactly.
1: Yeah, don't do it. (laughs) Just don't do it. Yeah, like, wait, is Dick Van Dyke dead yet? I don't think he's dead yet. He's not.
0: He He was in like the newer Mary Poppins, and we were talking about that too. He's
1: so old. Mary Poppins came out five years ago, and he's still not dead.
0: (laughs) Or yeah, the Mary Poppins, like, sequel, spiritual successor, whatever. Yeah, like,
1: it's... It's like, yeah, he was just in that movie. I'm like, that movie itself was like three or four years ago. Like, and he's still alive. What happened? How is he alive?
0: I don't know, but good for him. He's a national treasure. So hopefully he sticks around for a while.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I mean, fucking. I don't want old people to stay around being old forever. That sucks. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I was about to retract that. I hope that he lives a fruitful life and the rest of his life is at ease and going good for him.
1: I hope he dies in a chainsaw accident. Well, thank you for listening to today's uh, Empty Glass episode. Uh, (laughs) Please follow us at the places. Please do the things, and please do the things to yourselves. But make sure you lock the door. In
0: layman's terms, visit www.TheEmptyGlassPodcast.com and you'll find our other social apps. You can listen to us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, pretty much everywhere. We are all over the place now. So if you want to find those links, it's just easier for you and it's easier for us to go to www.TheEmptyGlassPodcast.com.
1: He's 96. He is 96 years old. Okay, well, thank you, guys. Okay, well, thank Uh, you. (laughs) uh, Remember, lock them doors Don't let your parents walk in. Because then they'll not love you anymore. (laughs) Downer way to end the episode.